Hey, 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 and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. Excited to have you here today as we're going to talk about ways to grow your business. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. This question comes up all the time. What actionable things can you do today to grow your business tomorrow? So I'm going to share some tips and tricks with you of how you can do exactly that. Over the years, I've learned it is far easier to serve my clients and potential clients than to sell to them. So as we jump into these ideas of how you can grow your business, I first want to touch base on sales versus service. I don't show up to sell to my clients. I'm here to serve them both in my service-based business and my product-based business. If you approach growth with a mindset of sales, then your outcome is going to be vastly different than a service-based mentality. We'll dive into this deeper as I explain several different ways that you can serve your audience now, today. While this could be considered a situation like semantic semantics, it really does make an impact on the way that the business is run and the outcomes that you see. So sales versus business sales, buy this so that I make money service. Let me support you, whether you're a previous client or a new one. I cannot stand when I'm sitting at my desk at my full-time gig and someone calls me up to try to talk me into using some sort of different payroll system or whatnot. I just cringe. Like they call me and they're like, Hey, are you guys using, you know, Paylocity or are you using ADP? And I'm like, no, man, I don't got time for you. Go away. But if someone calls up and says, hey, are you struggling with your payroll? Does it take too much time out of your day? Here, here's a way that we can help with that. That's going to be taken so differently because they're serving me. They want to help me be successful and save time on payroll. I actually don't run payroll. So that's a whole nother thing that I'm like, I'm not even the person you need to talk to about that. But I do get those calls a lot. So something else for sales, you could show up in your captions on Instagram. And this, this is what it would look like if it was sales. It's like, do you need family photos? Book me now. Or I have openings next week. Now, while these standalone are not horrible, it can be deterring if that's what all of your your like captions are for you know for your marketing. Service would be hey, it's almost time for holiday cards. Have you guys got your family photos yet? I have a couple more openings. So that's going to resonate differently than just being like, "Hey, book me now." Um something with my product-based business would be like, "Here's a journal. I bought a bunch. I have them in inventory and I need to sell them. Come buy them." But If you say something like, here's some really pretty journals. If you wanted to start working on self-reflection and journaling daily, this would be the perfect notebook for it. Basically, you're giving a solution to their problem before they even necessarily know it's a problem. 
Also, this podcast is the perfect example of a service-based business model because I'm not asking you to buy anything. I'm not saying you have to pay to listen to this episode. I'm not saying, hey, put money in my pocket. I'm literally just sharing tips and tricks so that you can be successful in your business. Service, baby. (laughs) Anyways, with this topic, we could easily dive into brand story or how to create a brand that supports your goals, but we're going to save that for another episode because that's a lot to cover on its own. So today, we're just going to focus on ideas of how you can grow your business. Okay, so now that we've got sales versus service out of the way, let's dive into some ideas that can help you show up to your clients today. Handwritten thank yous. Now I'm biased, but I absolutely love a handwritten note. And snail mail is awesome. Like who doesn't love going out to their mailbox, opening it and seeing a handwritten note or like an envelope that has handwriting on it. And then you open it and has a handwritten note inside. And it's just the sweetest thing ever. Clearly it's the sweetest thing ever, (laughs) but you can do handwritten thank yous. So thanking someone for a referral, thanking them for a purchase. If they left a review, you can write them a thank you and just be so intentional with it. Like referrals, especially word of mouth referrals. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cause that is like the most amazing way to grow a business is with word of mouth referrals. So sending out thank yous for that. And then anytime with our product-based business that someone orders something, we always include a handwritten thank you. Because it means so much that someone's going to spend their hard-earned money to support our little business. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then reviews. You'll see that reviews are hugely impactful, especially for certain clientele. So having a good amount of reviews can just make a big impact on your business. So thanking someone for leaving a review is just, you know, It's just the same as above, but basically it's just like, thank you. Because then someone can land on my page and see that I have five-star reviews and maybe they'll book me because of that. I can tell you that I've had a number of bookings just because I rank as a five-star person with a number of reviews. So just being authentic and genuine when you're thanking someone with a handwritten note. You can also do a word of mouth referral program. Now I've toyed with this a bit. And you kind of just got to do what works for you. And it depends on what kind of business model you have and how you're running your business and what you offer. But a word of mouth referral program for a photographer could look like, you know, if you refer five people, you get a free family session. Or if a wedding client refers three weddings to you, you know, they save $1,000. Whatever the case, you could have a word of mouth referral program. That's going to incentivize your current clients to then speak highly and recommend you to other people. Now, generally they're gonna do this anyways. Like if you left a lasting impression, they're gonna talk about you, they're gonna refer you. But you just wanna get a little bit more in front of them. So having that referral program would be able to give them this an additional incentive to share about your business. And this could look as simple as just throwing something together that works for your, you know, you wanna make sure you got your ROI covered, so your return on investment, Um, but shoot out an email that just says, hey, we introduced a referral program, spell it out, make it simple, let them know what it is, and then they can start utilizing it. Also, you could do non-thank you notes. So encouragements, congratulations, just because, like whatever it is, just send out notes. So often what I'll do is after I do a portrait session, I'll just do a handwritten note of like, hey, 
It was great to meet you and your family. I can't wait to get these photos edited and delivered to you. Thanks for supporting me. There you have it. Now that one did have a thank you in it, but you get the idea. Um, you could also just do encouragements. I love sending encouragements to fellow vendors or other entrepreneurs, just being like, hey, you're showing up, you're doing great, keep it up. Or like past maternity clients, it can be beneficial to be like, hey mama, you're doing good, keep it up. And just in, you know, include an encouragement or a Bible verse or a quote that's inspiring, whatever the case. Um, you can also send like a congratulations. So for like an engagement, maternity or newborn, so sending a note that's just like, congratulations on your engagement. In fact, um, was it last year, I saw one of my past family clients, one of their kids was getting in, got engaged. And so I reached out and I was like, hey, congratulations on your engagement. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I definitely want you to shoot my wedding and just stand by because I'll be reaching out. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Like, I was so excited. And then I did indeed uh, photograph their wedding and it was gorgeous. Ah, oh, so gorgeous. But yeah, just sending like a congratulations letter or note in the mail, just saying congratulations on your engagement or congratulations on your growing family when it's a maternity or just congratulating someone for their, their newborn baby. Like I know that in the day of social media and whatnot, you can always just sign on to Facebook or Instagram and just drop a congratulations. But you're going to stand out if you send an actual card in the mail, because when you see a post of a new baby, there's like 300 likes on it. Like you're just one in a hundred, like whatever. And don't get me wrong. That's still really sweet. But going out of your way to put something in the mail and handwrite something is really going to be impactful. And when you're genuinely doing it because you just want to show up and serve, like it's just that much more moving, you know? Another thing that you can do is just because gifts are happy mail. Again, I said it, I love stale mail. So happy mail is always amazing. Like who doesn't love opening happy mail? So just because gift or happy mail can just be anything really. Sometimes I'll just send my friends random happy mail because I just want them to know I'm thinking of them. And so with clients or potential clients, you can do the same thing. Just send them something because why not? Especially with my product-based business, I do already have it allocated in my cost of doing business to give away a certain amount of merchandise. And so I can just send a gift. It's, it's super awesome. Or happy mail. Again, just a note of encouragement or something that's going to bring a smile to their face. You can also do freebies and marketing campaigns. Now, these can be pretty much anything, but it just depends on what you, what your business offers. So I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago for our product-based business, Petals and Ink Design, we sent out an email that was like tips on X, Y, and Z. So it's basically tips on things that you can do in the summertime. So like one, if you don't like your iced coffee getting diluted by ice cubes, you can proactively freeze coffee and make ice cubes out of them and then put them in your coffee so that you have iced coffee without it getting diluted as the ice cubes melt. Like how genius is that? So we had a list of like five to 10 or something summer tricks that were just awesome. Another one was, let me think. Another one was like using a muffin tin, like where you would bake like cupcakes or muffins 
and putting your different condiments in it or like vegetables and stuff for like barbecuing. So if you have like tomatoes and green peppers and onions, you can put them all in there and then just take them out to your grill and utilize that to make your burgers and stuff. Because otherwise you're taking like a dozen different dishes outside, your hands get really full and it can just be a lot. So you use a muffin tin. Anyways, I digress. But we sent out a list of that to our email list for our email marketing campaign. And it was awesome because it's just so fun. And then we asked people to like tag us on social media so we can see when they're using it. So another thing that we did a while back actually for our email list subscribers was a free downloadable. So it was basically a card that they could print and then cut and utilize. And what I encouraged people to do for this, and this is again for Petals and Ink Design, was that they print the card, it had instructions of how to print it, um, where to cut it, all of that, and then send it to a friend as an encouragement. And that was pretty simple, and we got a handful of downloads from it, and it was just a way to, again, serve our clients. Um, Because I want them to utilize my products with Petals and Ink Design to also show encouragement and serve their friends and family and whatnot. So a free downloadable, it can be like a habit tracker, it could be a calendar, it could be a to-do list template, just different things that are hugely beneficial to your clientele and you're just giving it to them because it works, you know? Another thing that you could do to grow your business today is pop-ups on your website. It could be like a pop-up for your opt-in, Um, but you want to incentivize it. So it could be like a discount code or again, a freebie or a downloadable. It's going to pop up on their website, get in their face and you're serving them. You're giving them a discount code or a downloadable. And then you're also building your email list at the same time. So that way you're growing your business because you have more people you can reach out to. Again, that downloadable or even the discount code or whatever idea it is for the pop-up that they can download or utilize once they subscribe to be on your email list could be similar to the things that I just described for the freebies and marketing campaigns. For a service-based business, you could do a booking gift. Again, this is something I do for my photography business and it's incorporated into my cost of doing business, but I give a booking gift as a thank you. Like, thank you so much for booking with me. Here's this. Generally, I'll send it within the first week to month or two. Um, of them booking generally for a wedding it's about that time frame and then I just pop in again and say like hey again thanks for booking with me here's a gift so appreciated for the support here you go and it's just another way to serve the client but also it's popping into their mind again especially for people who book me as a wedding photographer like a year out because generally they'll book me I'll send their gift, then we'll do an engagement session, or sometimes depending on when we schedule the engagement session, I'll do the engagement session and then send the gift a few weeks or a month later. That way they know I'm still just thinking about them even though their wedding is a bit off. So the value of these, how do you decide what is right for you? How much free stuff should you be giving away? Well, this is a great and very, very important question. So ROI return on investment. It's really important to know the return on investment. So if you're going to give away a booking gift, you want to know that it's making an impact. And what is your overall like goal in that? For me, it's just to remind my client that I'm still thinking of them, that they're on my mind, that they're front and center, and that I'm so excited to be a part of their day. 
like any marketing, you'll need to assess what works for your business and your business model and what doesn't. If you're getting a good ROI, then keep it up. If you don't find any movement, try something different. So for this, if you're not seeing people sign up for your pop-up on your website, maybe you need to try something different. Maybe that discount code isn't working or the downloadable is just not what they're wanting. So mix it up a little bit. Try something different. Maybe they need tips and tricks on how to do X, Y, and Z, or maybe the discount code's too small or it's not easy enough to navigate or whatever the case, you've got to kind of like revisit and review what you're doing and see how you can make it beneficial for you. So some of these tips obviously might seem like you're just giving away free items and that's okay. It's okay to do that. And some of these are just a simple investment of time. Now I know the time is super, super important and valuable, but depending on the ROI, that small investment of time can reap major benefits. I will never, never, ever, ever argue that your time is not super valuable. But again, you can incorporate what works best for you into your cost of doing business. Sending a thank you is simply the price of the card and stamp for me. So it makes sense for me to send thank yous to everyone. Plus, I love doing it. And downloadable tips are the cost of time it takes you to write them. And there's really no financial investment besides that time commitment. And if it makes sense for you to do that, then do it. And a lot of the freebies that I give away are things that I've already created anyways or that I'm utilizing in my business. So it's not like I'm going back to scratch and creating the wheel again, or I'm sorry, recreating the wheel. I'm simply just using something that I already have and sharing it with my clients and potential clients. Also, the more value and service you provide, the more people are likely to be loyal and supportive to your business. You're probably familiar with a brand ambassador, like brand ambassador, the term. So this is a person who literally reps for a brand to get more people to buy into and support that brand. In a way, on a much smaller scale, you're pouring into your existing audience and clients to grow and reach their audience with word of mouth. Okay, so word of mouth support is what you're trying to get through this. Don't shy away from these tips, even if you're currently serving a very small clientele base. Sending out five thank yous today could lead to one more client tomorrow, or five, or seven. And that's a huge impact, even if it seems small and simple. Because again, I sent out an email blast a month ago and booked a wedding from it. Like, who cares if I only have 200 or 500 or whatever number of clientele? Like, one booking from it, one lead from it, is hugely impactful. So basically, by doing any of the things above, you are giving your client and potential clients reasons to rave about you while you're also serving them and thanking them for their support. So what should you do? Well, in order to make that decision, you need to think about your cost of doing business and what you can support. Do you have enough time in your day to do handwritten thank yous? Can you start a word of mouth referral program? Can you send encouragements and congratulations every time you see something pop up on Facebook or Instagram? What about happy mail? Can you afford to write that into your cost of doing business? What kind of freebies can you offer today that you already have? 
These are all questions that you kind of have to self-reflect on, but I think you're definitely going to be able to walk away with doing at least three or four of these today because they're simple, they're easy, and they're a great way to show up and serve your client. I'd love to hear which of these ideas resonates with you and your brand. Please shoot me a message, DM, or comment telling me which one you're going to try and let me know how it goes. And if you want to send me snail mail, let me know because I love, 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 love receiving snail mail. And if you want me to send you snail mail, I'm more than happy to send encouragements. Just drop me your address and I'll get something in the mail straight away. Anyways, until next time, thank you so much for listening to Gingerbiz the podcast. Keep on diving in. 